The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba, presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now, 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Hey, good morning. Woo! Happy, happy Saturday to you. It is a gorgeous one out there, everybody. My goodness, my goodness, what a glorious day to be on uh, this planet and uh, living and breathing. And I'm telling you what, glad to be with you. Uh, just a crisp, crisp morning, beautiful sun shining. And uh, what a great day to talk about home improvement. Yeah, Martin Bamba and Jim Smith here. And we are here to help. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing good. Doing good. Feel good. Um, life is good. Oh, I love hearing that. Love hearing that. Uh, it's been a, been a good week uh, for us, too. We had a little uh, R&R down in the Dominican Republic with, with our Window World peeps. That was a whole lot of fun. Uh, just had a really good time down there uh, and, and got to reconnect with some folks that we hadn't seen in quite a while. So that was a lot of, lot of fun. Uh, and uh, let's see what else is going on. We, we finished up the bathroom remodel. And uh, we thought we finished the bathroom remodel. Let me let me back up. We thought we finished the bathroom remodel, and then we we discovered that the uh, <laughs> the faucet that we had purchased was defective, and so we had to uh, back up and, and get another faucet in there, which meant that we had to tear up some concrete and <laughs> do a little extra stuff. So I got some tile to repair. That's what I'm saying. Got a little tile to repair. But other than that, it's all good. <laughs> Nothing ever goes oh, exactly goodness. how you plan, does it? No, they don't. it doesn't. No. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, I was I was talking with some of the, the Window World folks uh, while we were down there on, on the vacation and telling them about the home show and things like that. And and uh, Window World uh, corporate president, Steve Kameny, said, he said, can I call into your show again sometime? I said, you can call in any time you want to, man, any time you like. And, and he said, well, I, I didn't know how you feel. I'm like, that doesn't bother me one bit. Call in any time you like. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> any time. I'm always happy to talk to Steve. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this last week or not, and, and I may not have because I don't know that it was. Yeah, maybe I did mention this last week. No, 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 I couldn't have because uh, last weekend we were off. So a couple of things to talk about. I, I think I did talk about. Uh, a little procedure that I had done over the last uh, month and a half, I guess the last month, uh, with some corrective vision um, that I had done and uh, went to see Dr. Manrique over at Manrique Custom Vision. And my uh, my buddy Richard is his his right-hand guy. He, he basically runs the operation for Dr. Manrique. And, and he said, oh, Martin, you need to come over and check this out. And, so I did, and you know, and and always kind of worried about somebody messing with your eyes. Um, but I'll tell you what, they put me at ease. I had the procedure done, uh, had my right eye done. Monday will be two weeks ago, and I am thrilled. I am seeing without glasses. Uh, haven't haven't had to wear a pair of readers since I got my left eye done. And uh, I can tell you that I am thrilled with the results that I got over there at Manrique Custom Vision. And, and Dr. Manrique, is, he is aces in my book. He, he did such a great job, put me at ease. His entire staff, I've never dealt with a friendlier staff in my entire life. Uh, just, just the coolest people. And uh, there's no wonder that he does more of these types of procedures than anybody. And uh, just, just couldn't say enough good things about him. 
Um, the other thing uh, that, uh, let's see, what else? There, there's something else going on this weekend. Oh, yeah, the Super Bowl. That's right. Super Bowl's <laughs> going on this weekend. Uh, for those of you who are football watchers, and uh, that ought to be a good – it promises to be, I mean, all kidding aside, promises to be one of the best games uh, that's been played in the Super Bowl in a very long time. It's going to be a tight one, I think. Who are you picking, Jim? Who you like? Uh, I, I'm really not a, a, a huge fan of either team. I mean, it's it's um, probably San Francisco. Well, being that San Francisco's not in there, that would <laughs> I know, I you, know. You, you have a very slim chance of winning. Uh, I know, that, that, I know. That. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. I'm, you had me worried for a minute there. Had me worried. No, for a no, 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 no. I'm just being uh, a, a, a dummy. <laughs> I'm picking the I'm picking the Cowboys like I do every year. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, we'll, oh, we'll no. go with the Cowboys. Yeah. There we go. We think we think the Cowboys might have it. Well, I can tell you this: a Texan quarterback is going to win. That much I know, um, because both Mahomes and Hurts are from Texas. Yeah. So you know, there's a hundred percent of the chance of that happening. Uh, and then you got the two brothers that are playing on opposite teams, so you can guarantee that one of those guys are going to win. And uh, it, it's it, it's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a good game. And I kind of like not having a dog in the fight because it allows me to just I- enjoy a good football game without too much stress, which I kind of like. Yeah. Well, can you imagine being in the family of the bro- brothers with it's like yay i'm sorry yay i'm sorry <laughs> yeah it be, being a mom or, or dad in that one would be kind of tough i would have to say but uh, it, anyway it's gonna be a good game gonna have a lot of fun watching it uh today the phone lines are open absolutely it's all live and it's right here and uh get on a phone line as soon as you can because they do tend to fill up a little bit later on the show 210-599-5555 it's about all things home improvement from the roof to the foundation to everything in between and uh, we're here uh to, to answer those questions for you uh, in the weeks to come, we've got some uh, great guests that are going to be coming up on on the show. I believe I've got, uh, gosh, who do I have coming up? I've got uh, Texas Solar is going to be on, I believe, next month. Um, got, uh, who else do we have? We have several other um, uh, of our sponsor guests coming on the show here in the next few weeks, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, also, wanted to say a huge congratulations to Rob McCann. And uh, Rob was our longtime sales manager at Window World and an even much longer-time friend of, of Debbie and mine. And uh, Rob decided that he wanted to move into a different phase of his career and came to Debbie and I a, a few w- uh, months ago and, and said, Hey, guys, I think I'm going to be retiring. I, I want to get into some business consulting and some things like that and, and just to have a little more freedom to spend time with my grandkids. And and I absolutely, absolutely was uh, was was thrilled when he came to me and said, uh, Martin, what, what would you think about me applying for this open position at Window World Corporate? And I said, I think that would be phenomenal. Uh, and the position that was open is the regional manager uh, for corporate uh, that services all of the southern central region, which would be Oklahoma. Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, and a little bit of Tennessee, I believe. I believe. And uh, he put his hat in the ring, 
and uh, and and the cream always rises to the top, they say, and uh, and he actually uh, got the position. So starting pretty much uh, next week, uh, Rob McCann is going to be our regional uh, manager uh, representing corporate, and he, what he does is essentially what he wanted to do, and that's go in and consult with, with business owners about how to improve their businesses. And no better man for the job uh, than, than Rob and couldn't be more thrilled for him. And uh, the guys that uh, that own Window Worlds all across the South Central region have no idea what a blessing uh, they're getting ready to have. So, anyway, Amen. it's uh, it's it's just. I mean, were you were you shocked when you heard that, Jimmy? I, I know there uh, there were there were a lot of shocked people when they heard it. Not 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 completely. No, I, I couldn't think of a better choice. Uh, no, a- a- absolutely no. not. I, I I think he's the. The, the absolute best choice they and they obviously agree or they wouldn't put him in that position so right, uh, right. so you know there th- that's that's how that happened and then uh, that allowed um, uh, Travis Hansen who happens to be my son-in-law to step into the sales manager's position uh, in San Antonio and he is killing it he is just doing a bang-up job in that position so God uh, always has the right plan whether we know it or not uh, he does, and and uh, in this instance, it, it's a is a glowing revelation of a great plan. So, uh, just so blessed uh, to have both of those things happen here in the last month or so. Um, hey, let's get to the phones, and uh, uh, we've got a guest in this morning who has been uh, with me on the show now for some time. So happy to have him. He is a, an outdoor living expert, and uh, happy to have Chris French with us this morning. Good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning, Martin. How are you doing today? I, I, man, I am outstanding. It's it is a beautiful day out there. Uh, my, the only problem I've got with it is I'm sitting in here and and I'm not out there enjoying it. But in a couple of hours, I will be. Uh, tell me, me and, yep. and, 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 exactly, and 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 that that really is what you're all about is getting outdoors and enjoying it, and uh, and and allowing people to enjoy the outdoors. Uh, and and with our with our long hot summers that we have here. It's a uh, it's it's a lot of outdoor living time. What is the hottest yes, thing that you're seeing right now in in your business? Which, by the way, is French's custom outdoor concepts. What's what's the the big big want right now from homeowners? Uh, it's really going to be a toss up, Martin, between uh, outdoor kitchens. Which, like I said, as soon as we off the phone, I'm actually headed out to uh, New Braunfels and then San Marcos. We got two kitchens we're trying to get wrapped up today in time for the big game tomorrow. Awesome! Um, and then, uh, so it's going to be uh, outdoor kitchens, and then also, you know, I don't know what happened with COVID, but maintenance became a, a big issue with people, and having to, you know, stain decks and things of that nature just kind of went out the window. I've been doing a lot of composite decking right now. Well, I'll tell you, it, it, to me, I put staining right up there with my love of painting, which is yep. which is yeah. nil. <laughs> which is I have no love, right? <laughs> none, no love of either one. And right. and when it comes to decks and decking materials, I, I man, I can't see ever building a deck again with anything other than a good, high quality composite material. Yeah, yeah, and I've even had previous customers come back and say after we've done a, a cedar install for them. You know, a couple of years later, just with the maintenance, they're like, you know, I really should have gone with composite. You know, it's a yeah. little bit more expensive up front, but in the long run, it's it's worth it with when you don't have the headaches. 
I, I would agree 100% on that. And, you know, there's so many options out there. Back in back in the early uh, inception of Composite, there was basically Trex. You know, Trex was the one that everybody knew. And, and Trex is a good product. Uh, mm-hmm. But there were so many different options out there today, like Azek and, and gosh, I can't think of them all. But but tell, tell us a little bit more about the choices that are available in Composite Decking. So it boils down to three primary uh, primary buildups, meaning the materials that are used in it. So uh, your product like Trex, that's a wood plastic composite. So they take, uh, they're actually a green product. Uh, it's all recycled plastics except for the PVC cap that goes over it. But all the innards are recycled pallets, recycled bottles, all that stuff. Um, and and so that's going to be your Trex. That's going to be uh, like Fiberon. That's going to be... Uh, TimberTech, those type of products. Then you're going to have your full PVCs, which are more like your AZEC. Um, TimberTech also has a a line of full PVC as well. And then you're going to have your plastic um, uh, mineral-based composites, which is going to be basically decorators decking. Okay. And mineral-based, are we talking uh, like an aggregate, or or what, what type of base are they? What it is, is an base? aggregate, yes, sir. Yep, it's okay. aggregate. Uh, it's, uh, I believe it's uh, uh, broken down limestone, if I'm not mistaken. They kind of keep their, their recipe a, a real big trade secret, so I'm not 100% certain on it. I just yeah. know it does really, really well in South Texas. Well, we install a siding called Everlast that is the same type of proprietary uh, manufacturing, and it's an aggregate base as well, unlike uh, fiber cement, which is which is wood and and cement and and there is a big difference between those products because with the aggregate based product they are completely non-absorptive meaning that you could put them in water for the next 25 years and nothing would happen to them except that grow some al- algae yeah. on them maybe yeah well well even with the with the decking you could bury it and you don't have to have you don't have to have worries about the rotting or even mildew buildup for that matter it just does not adhere to it you know that right. is one of the things with the PVC and the wood plastic, you know, anytime you have any type of organic in there with the wood plastic, you still have that chance. It's not not a big chance, but there is that chance that, you know, if that thing is sitting on, on ground contact, that moisture is going to weep up into that and possibly start mildew. It's never going to rot on you, but it could start to at least, you know, grow some stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and you don't want that. It's unsightly and, no. and uh, kind of nasty. Chris French. Hanging out with us, talking outdoor living for a little while. Uh, Chris, we do have a caller on the line that has a question about patio covers. You you want to take a call? Absolutely. All right, let's do that. Hey, Donna, good morning. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show. Good morning. I have a patio cover, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it was attached to uh, the house to where the fascia board is. And it was done probably about 25 years ago or so. Anyway, I noticed uh, the siding that was put on, the metal siding that was put on that trim, uh, one piece had fallen off, and it looks like that fascia board is uh, starting, it's rotting. So I was wondering, I guess it has to be completely, the uh, patio cover needs to be removed in that area and a new fascia board, but I was just wondering what your thoughts are. What do you think on that, Chris? I'll let you answer that one. 
Well, yeah, I mean, anytime, and so so it's a wooden fascia with actual metal uh, cladding going over top, correct? And then that metal is what fell down. Yeah, there was a you know I had um, siding put on the house, and so on that trim mm-hmm. they put aluminum uh, pieces across underneath where the um, it attaches to the fascia board. So it's a, it's a it's an aluminum fascia, Chris. They they uh, likely did a, a vinyl soffit with an aluminum fascia, and got apparently wa- water got behind the fascia is what it sounds like. Right. Um, yeah, I mean it's it. Is it open rafter, meaning if you go under the patio cover and look up, can you see all the individual rafters there? No. <clears throat> you have to. No, so it's uh, all. No, you, you can't see anything. Um, okay. If you remove that aluminum piece that goes over the fascia board. Yes, ma'am. Uh, right behind. Uh, evidently, I, I removed uh, the portion that was rotted, and I can see behind there. Uh, it seemed like it. There must have been another piece of wood that was put over the rafters, mm-hmm. and so uh, that part is where you can see it. It has some rotting. Yeah, that's your actual fascia board, and and right. what hap- what happened is that uh, water moisture got in between the aluminum and the wood, and and. That's the result of that, and and that can happen for a number of reasons. Maybe the 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 uh, aluminum fascia wasn't tucked far enough up underneath the drip edge. Um, maybe when the uh, patio cover was attached or, or put up, is is the is the patio cover attached? Yes, it is. Okay, yeah, attached to the the fascia itself. So if the fascia itself, if you can see through that hole, and you can see the fascia itself, then unfortunately that's your structural connection for that cover um if any part of that is rotted it's it's going to be a bigger headache to try to you know brace up the cover to try to replace that one section than it would be to just take it down and and attach it properly now we don't typically attach to the fascia because a lot of times um that's not truly a structural connection you know, we right. like to attach either tie the hat to the house itself, or if you're if you're like in a one story and you don't have the proper pitch, we would actually have to do a roof tie in and go above. But yeah, a lot of times the the fascias are like um, we call them scabs. It's just a little piece that are that's added to it to extend it to get your your extension out. So, but if that's all rotting there back behind it, yeah, I'm, uh, we'd have to come out and take a look at it to be a hundred percent sure. But I'm going to say it would have be taken down and then properly attached back up there okay what is the name of your company it's french's f-r-e-n-c-h apostrophe s and then custom outdoor concepts okay and what is your number you can call us at 210-735-9841 okay all right, this cover is aluminum, and then it's attached to the fascia, and I do have a metal roof that, you know, the edge of it goes over the edge of that, but somehow water is mm-hmm. accumulating maybe on the uh, yeah. patio cover one thing. and then going up. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing about water is if there's a way, it finds it. And, and I mean, it could be a pinhole, and over years, you said it's 20-something years old now? Um, you know, that's, that's a lot of time for water to sit there and, and make its way back in there. 
So yeah, and it's, and it sounds up. like it's a, it sounds like it's an insulated panel uh, cover, Chris, not a stick built. Mm. Okay. Well, you, either way, though, I mean, if that's your still if your structural connection is to the fascia itself, and your fascia is rotting out, though, you know, we're gonna have to we'd have to come in and, and assess it at that time. If it is a, a an insulated panel one. That's a little bit different of a of a fix, but at the same time, you know, we would we won't be able to tell you 100 percent unless we actually are out there on site looking at it. I see. Okay. And then, uh, do y'all come out and give free estimates, or or what do you do? Yes, ma'am. Yep. Free uh, free consultations for you guys. So we'll come out and uh, you know either myself or or uh, my designer John, I can arrange for either one of us to come out and take a look. Okay, and uh, let's see here. I was going to ask you one more question. What is your name? My name is Chris. Chris. Chris at Frenchies. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. I'll give you all a call next week. Okay. I look forward to hearing. All right, Donna. Hey, thanks for calling, Donna. Appreciate you being here this morning. And, uh, yeah, that's that's one of the issues, and, and, I, and I love insulated patio covers. I know you guys probably don't do those, Chris, but I, I like We've insulated patio uh, I, I like I like the fact that they you know they're insulated and they they provide a good uh, heat reduction underneath them and they're good for some things I I I, mm-hmm. I love stick I love stick built too because of the, the the overall look of it but if you don't if you don't attach them properly and you don't uh, make sure that you have that seal between the, the fascia board and the patio cover. You will get water that runs down between the patio cover and, and your fascia board, and when that happens, it can sit there, it can seat back up, and it can cause rot. So yep. that's you know, but twenty years, I mean, that's a that's a long time too. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just real quick before you got to get out of here, I, I uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was in in outdoor kitchens now. What's what's the hot trend in outdoor kitchens? Are you seeing a lot of uh, gas grills? You seeing more more wood burning, uh, you know, ceramic cookers, or what? What what are you what are you incorporating into most of your uh, outdoor kitchens now? So primarily, they're going to be propane powered. Um, very rarely have we attached into you know the uh, the natural gas in in the house itself. Uh, not everybody has those stub outs right now, you know. So the cost to to run a new gas line would be you know, a big chunk of that, that cost. So we yeah. typically just run over to propane. We'll, we'll have a couple doors underneath, have a, a propane tank underneath there. Um, but actually lately it's been a, the built-in, um, uh, the smokers, not, not so much the, uh, the, like the big green egg or the Traegers, but the actual wood burning, chip burning, uh, like a Traeger, yeah. uh, uh, smoker, but they make them now that are built in for the outdoor kitchens. And and I've had yeah, I've, several people. That's pretty cool. Those. I I don't yeah. want to interrupt you, but I didn't realize that they they make built-in pellet cookers now. Absolutely, yes, sir. That's cool. That's cool. Is yeah. is Tra- is Traeger one of the brands, or there's some other brands that are out there as well? Uh, no, the the brands that we've been uh, looking into uh, go by the name Memphis, and it's wood fire grills, um, and it's. They're just really high-end, really, really uh, fancy uh, uh, smokers, but re- a really good product. It's American-made, and um, you know we get everything here in stock in San Antonio. So that is pretty doggone cool. That is pretty cool. I, I didn't even know those existed. Debbie, hey, grab the credit card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I've got a no, I've got a killer pellet smoker. I don't need an I don't need one, but it does sound pretty intriguing. I gotta tell you. Uh, hey, Chris, listen, man, thanks for, so much for spending some of your Saturday with us. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, tell everybody where they can reach you and, and, and uh, if, they, if they need the – oh, and, and before we get out of here, I do want to mention that you're also doing outdoor uh, landscape and, and things of that nature now, aren't you? Yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, for a good chunk of our, our um, company, we were just primarily the, the deck builders, but we're moving into – whole backyard transformations so you know we want to get back there we want to build your deck your patio cover but then also you know finish it out and i call it picture perfect you know i want to have that that finalized picture when we're done so you guys the, the customer doesn't have to go back and act as a subcontractor and bring in a landscape or bring in a mason bring in all the different trades you know let us handle it start to finish there you go there you goes well for for all of your outdoor living needs it's French's Custom Outdoor Concepts. Their number is, Chris? 210-735-9841. And online? Or you can reach us online. That's www.frenchescustomconcepts.com. Chris, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate you, buddy. Phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. That's the number to get in on the home improvement conversation this morning. We would love to talk to you get yourself a phone line at 210-599-5555 my name is martin bomba that's my buddy jim smith right over there and we are here to help so what's new in your world brother anything uh going on at the, at the home front you've been doing anything around the house uh yeah uh just uh, little projects nothing major we're not doing any major remodeling just uh little projects to, just to keep me busy did you, did you ever get your roof uh, situation under control? Not 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 yet, not yet. Okay. We're still working on that. I got uh, uh, the re- uh, patches done, but I still need to get the uh, re- replacement done. Get the full so. uh, full roof repair. Yeah, a re- full yeah. roof replacement. I should say. Yeah, right, absolutely. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen. Let's get back on track. Phone lines are open at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five two ten five nine nine fifty five. 55 uh you'll be happy to know that that electrical cord is a, a you know rated for all of our radio stations and it's a three-prong it is a three-prong so if you're out there <laughs> listening it's we do have it grounded with, with a G, with a gfi with a gfi <laughs> that's, that's that's what don did is he went and he just reset the gfi that's what he did uh <laughs> Uh, while we're while we're uh, waiting on some callers here and, and waiting for that to get back up, let's uh, let's talk about some kitchen design trends that you're sure to spot uh, this year in 2023. Uh, also, uh, a, a thing that we were discussing, uh, and, and we'll get to that in just a second. But one thing we were discussing with some of our Winter World friends down in in the DR this past week was what the color of the year is. You know, every year Pantone comes out with their with their uh, their color of the year, the one that's really going to be hot. Last year it was Kelly Green, I believe, and 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 it was just a dark green. This year, it's a deep fuchsia of some kind, and and I mean it's like a bright, in your face pink. That's that's the color of the year, and I'm trying to picture. You know where... I don't know what worries me more, the fact that the color of the year is that. Or that we know what that color is. <laughs> well, I read about it. I read about it. I didn't. I didn't I, let's pretend I didn't just automatically know what fuchsia was. Um, but, but, 
But we, the, what made us think about it was there was this this uh, group, uh, clearly a family of some kind that was there, and they all had on these bright fuchsia swimsuits, guys and girls. And, uh, and, and, it, and we were like, what is going on with that? And then one of our friends said, well, you know that that's the color of the year. And I said, no, I, I didn't know that. And I'm trying to picture what room in my house I would paint that color. Uh, yeah, no. But, but hey, you know. Uh, so so uh, some kitchen trends that you're sure to spot in 2023. Um, for, for years, you know, trends have stayed the same in kitchens. And things have been kind of mid- minimalist and, and uh, mid-century modern with, with some sleek lines and and, and you know open concepts that's that's been a big you know a big thing for for many years now and uh and and the decor schemes have been kind of uncluttered but in 2023 here's here's the prediction that things are kind of changing uh wood stra- stains are getting darker palettes are getting moodier and uh and the spaces are becoming a lot more maximalist rather than minimalist and 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 we'll tell you what we mean by that uh, but it's it's especially obvious in the kitchen, uh, where white on white has has been the thing for for nearly a decade now, and uh, and and this was a survey that uh, that they did of eight different interior designers, and asked them what do they think the uh, the kitchen trends will be that are headed our way in 2023, and and their answers, funny enough, were very very similar. Expect bold materials, ornate details, dramatic colors, and an absolute about face from the kitchen design trends that have dominated for years. So for those of you who who, who missed the last 10 years design trends, uh, good news is it might be coming back around, uh, whatever your kitchen looks like right now. And uh, and that's, that's, a, that's a good thing for you. For those who just remodeled their kitchens last year, <laughs> I'm so sorry to give you this news. Uh, quartz has become a fan favorite kitchen material, uh, and it's not hard to see why. It's beautiful. I love quartz, by the way. Uh, we have a quartzite uh, surface on our outdoor kitchen that is beyond belief hard and beautiful. Um, it's sleek, it's versatile, it's hardy, and uh, and it adds function and form to any home. But here's the thing: in 2023, uh, it looks like we're trading sleek for statement making and favorite high ca- contrast marbles. Um, Instead, stronger vein marbles give you that heightened vision contrast. Uh, so instead of just being plain and, and, and having very little movement in, in the stone, things are coming uh, around to a, a more ornate and beautiful-looking stone. And I'm glad to hear that because although Debbie and I don't really follow trends very much, we know what we like, and we just redid all of our countertops, and we went with... Uh, a really pretty uh, granite inside and a quartzite outside, and both of them have really killer veins and and movement in them. Uh, so that's that's good to know. We're we're hip, aren't you glad to know we're hip? I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, never never thought of me that way, but but yeah. So we're hip. Uh, the uh, here's 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 some other things. Um, I'll let you go ahead and talk about number two, uh, Jim. If well, you have it, buddy. On on uh, number two, they're saying to line your shelves with art. Um, and twenty three, we're paring back on open storage, um, rethinking what we do with the shelves. Uh, they're talking about uh, putting 
art or plants or art deco on the shelves to give us some contrast. Um, it's very beautiful. I walk into a home and see that. I love it. But I don't really think that it would be something in my house because that's too much to dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and 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 that is one thing to think of, you know, is is when you're when you're putting up all this art that you're you're putting it, it is stuff that you're going to need to move and and change. I will say that that is something that we also do. So again, uh, I'm two for two here. Uh investing yeah. in a butler's pantry is number 3. And uh and 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 what is a butler's pantry? I I never really understood what a butler's pantry is um a butler's pantry is is uh, a little area of a home where back when people had butlers they would be able to prepare things out of sight kind of in a corner somewhere that that you it's a side room uh that's good for food prep and storage and things like that uh but uh if if you're if you're doing a butler pantry, you can add a sink, you can add a dishwasher, anything that you want to keep out of sight. And in the butler's pantry, because it's not a focal point and it's not part of the open concept, you you can hide a lot of sins back there, so to speak. Uh, you can also save space by building a butler's wall instead. Uh, you find a kitchen near your uh, spot near your kitchen. You line it with distinctive shelves and cabinets, and it adds a perfect place to keep your barware, your glassware, your dishes. And, and serving pieces and things of that nature. So uh, that's that's a really big um, thing. And dark wood stains are making a comeback, especially in the kitchen. That's one thing I'm real happy to hear about because we do have dark cabinets in our kitchen, and we had talked about possibly changing that out. Well, it turns out I just had to wait a while. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Right, right. Um, well, like <clears throat> the darker... Uh, woods for the lower cabinets uh, or the island and stuff like that i i prefer something lighter because it it seems to me that the darker darker wood would hold uh splashes or stains more does it uh it it it, it can i don't know that it holds them more but it certainly can show them more um i like what i really like is contrast uh in a kitchen if you have an island I love when an island is a different color than, than the rest of the cabinetry, and it kind of gives you a little focal point and a, and a contrast. And that's one thing we may end up doing in our kitchen is changing out the color of our, our island uh, paint. Yeah. And that, well, that's... I, I, I'm still very old school. If I built the kitchen of my dreams, it would be pretty much stainless steel. Yeah, and I like stainless steel, too. In fact, uh, in, in our kitchen... We went away from. We had uh, the wood panel doors on our on our uh, on our refrigerator. You know the matching cabinetry doors we had on our refrigerators and on our uh, dishwasher. Well, we recently switched out both our refrigerator and our dishwasher and went back with stainless steel. And uh, it gives you a little more industrial look, a little more commercial kitchen look, and we just we like the way it looks too. I'm with you on that. And let's get to some some of those phone calls. Let's uh, let's get to Frank. Frank, good morning. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready to add some more windows to my house, and I just had a question. The front the front of the house has four uh, of the slide up windows. Not they don't slide sideways. They go up and down. 
two of them that are actually face the living room are uh, they look like two separate windows, but they're all they're put together. So you know, and yes, I wondered if I replace those. I also have uh, aluminum siding on the house right there at the windows too. So is that going to be all right? Yeah, it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, we we've done. That probably a thousand houses with uh, with aluminum siding. It should not be an issue, no sir. Okay, all right. Uh, I got. I have a like first front is a one goes over the dining area, and then one by a bedroom on the other side, and then these two are right what you would call the living room, and so that'd be four four windows. That'd be almost would be almost through with the house there. <laughs> so, Absolutely. And, right. and have we, have we done some other windows for you in the past? Yeah, you did all the bedrooms already. Okay, and, and we'll just get a hold of get a hold of our office, and we'll we'll get that design consultant back out there to see and get you taken care of. Okay, those were those sliding, you know, going slide across windows. Right, open. sure. They, went, they did good too. So, all right. Well, thanks for that, and I'll, I'll give them a call. Absolutely. Thank. Hey, thanks, Frank. Appreciate you calling this morning. Let's go to Debbie. Debbie, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. I wonder good morning. what your thought is on epoxy on cement on garage floors. Uh, absolutely love um, that type of flooring. Um, epoxy is one way to go. Uh, there's a polyspartic um, is another way to go, I, I, and polyspartic is what I prefer. It's a little more durable. Uh, and there is a company that I have used for probably the last 10, 12 years maybe, maybe longer. Uh, that absolutely do a phenomenal job, and uh, it's a it's a company called Scott Garage Concepts. Scott Garage Concepts. Scott Scott Garage Concepts. Uh, Nicholas Scott is the owner. Uh, he's a he's a British guy and and a super super guy. Uh, his team of installers do a, a phenomenal job, and and I've had those floors in the last. Four houses that I've owned. Okay, and it's called Polyspartic. Poly, polyspartic. It's uh, it's similar to, to to the epoxy, but it's tougher. It's more durable, and it lasts longer. It has the same general look, you know, with that that multicolored look that you can do in, in a bunch of different types. Uh, but it's absolutely tough as nails, and uh, and you can do it in different colors. You know, if you if you have a favorite car and you want it to kind of look like that car, you can do that. Um, there's just, just all kinds of different options. But, yeah, call Scott Garage Concepts, and if, if you can't find them for some reason, you should be able to Google it and find it pretty easily. But if not, uh, drop me an email, and I'll be happy to send you the information. Got it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Bye. Thanks, Debbie. Appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, yeah, absolutely love that type of flooring in a garage. Uh, so easy to clean up. Uh, I will tell you if you have uh, if 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 you have uh, small engines that you work on in your garage, or if you have an older vehicle that may leak a little oil, uh, it, it doesn't stain. It's easy to clean up. I mop it maybe once every six months, just you know, keep it looking shiny and pretty. But it doesn't hold stains, and uh, and it's just a, a really tough, durable way uh, to to finish off your your floor in your uh, in your garage. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about a few more of these design trends in 2023. Uh, number five, what, was it Was it your turn, Jim? I think it was your turn. What was I, number five? I think so. Uh, number five 
it's it's pick taupe over white and i have to definitely agree with the this one uh white is very stark it's it's very clean looking but i do appreciate the taupe the uh like uh, the earth tone taupe you know um i i like that a, a lot more um, in 23, we're dipping our toes into the world of a max, maximal, maximalism. Okay. Even before my speech, I, I don't think I could go. Yeah, max, that, maximalism, maximalism is not an easy word to say. I, yeah, no. I, I, I contend. Yeah, I agree with you there. And, and that means replacing our favorite warm whites with slightly darker shades. We are seeing a shift with people using taupe and bone to replace white. And like I said, I agree. I think it just it, 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 it looks better. Yeah, and, and next on the list is adding ornate architectural details. Um, where things have been very, very simple over the last few years, uh, moving away from sleek white kitchens, uh, th- there's, there's also going to be more of packing spaces with beautiful ornate architectural details like decorative trim exposed beams um bespoke kitchens are the trend of the decade as homeowners uh embrace artistic custom designs in all areas of their homes uh, in 2023 you can expect to see more furniture style millwork um, you can also uh, see more ceiling features like coffered ceilings wood ceiling beams and medallions and so on well and i love a good uh crime crown molding i love it uh, yeah, crown molding can really set a room off, and it can it can be absolutely beautiful. Um, next up is uh, picking a, a picking. A, go ahead, yeah. Picking a statement, may, uh, a statement making range hood. Um, want to make a statement in your kitchen? Don't just line your backsplash with playful tiles. In twenty three, range hoods are the new black backsplashes. Uh, word says, so top your stove with a stunning range hood that sets the tone in your space. Yeah, I can see that. A, a good, a nice uh, copper or stainless steel range hood will it completely set your kitchen apart. Yeah, and, and here's another great one. Mixing and matching metals uh, in your kitchen. Yes. Color coordinating your hardware might look sleek, uh, and, and we agree that we like... Uh, we like stainless steel, but mixing metals in the kitchen will be a strong trend in 2023. Think bronze, brass, copper, stainless, blackened steel, and more, creating an elevated yet inviting culinary haven in your home. Man, the more I read, the more, I mean, this is describing my house. This yeah, is it nuts. is. Um, it is. A, a beautiful thing about this trend you can, you can use to make your kitchen more functional. Uh, keep your go-to cooking tools out and leave your favorite pots on your stove. So, in other words, uh, you know, keeping everything sterile and sleek is, is going very out, and, and making it more functional, it sounds like, is more in. Think of a modern kitchen as a culinary lab and, and let your tools be the stars. So that, you know, that, that mixer that you may have put up in the pantry, you can leave it out on the counter now. Guess what? I already do that. So I, yeah. am, I am really and truly, I'm describing my kitchen, and it makes me feel so good about myself right now. My self-esteem has gone so far up right now. Um, and then, and then let's get let's get one more in there. If you believe <laughs> that, a, I'll tell you another one. Take a risk with your lighting. 
um, want to upgrade your kitchen without splurging, switch out light fixtures. Kitchen risk uh, can be incredibly expensive, so it makes sense that people want to stick with the classics. Um, where we see uh, more design risk taking, however, is with kitchen lighting. By hanging a striking chandelier or some playful semi-flush mounts, you can embrace 23's bestoke kitchen trend without spending a fortune. There you go. There, there's a few of them. We have a couple more that we didn't get to today, and, and maybe we'll we'll hit on these a little bit later on. But we are out of time. Uh, you can reach Jim uh, during the week at that be Jay Smith uh, at windowworldtx.com. Jay Smith at windowworldtx.com. You can catch me at M Bomba. That's M B O M B A at windowworldtx.com. Uh, listen. Go out and and practice some peace, some love, and some kindness, everybody. Yes. Love you, and we'll see you next time right here on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.